Welcome to the Feminine Mistake Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Nicole, and today I am joined by Hillary, Sarah, and our special guest today is comedian Jen O'Neill. Hi, thank Welcome, you for Jen. having me. Thank you for being here. I'm super excited. We are super excited to have you. <laughs> yep. Um, super excited to talk about this movie. 1985, Just One of the Guys. So why don't we get started and talk about what everybody's experience with Just One of the Guys was before the podcast. Were we all alive? <laughs> I was. 1985. I was definitely alive. I was alive. Nope. It was, was not <laughs> It was. Yes, it was the millennial contingent I was, here. I wasn't born until three, three years after this. <laughs> oh, wow. I was born six years after this. Oh, my God. Oh, I feel so old. I was five years old when this came out. I was five years old also. Yeah. Yes. 79. I was, yeah. Carter was still president. When I was <laughs> but I remember it. I can't remember if we, I watched it at five, but I definitely remember watching it young. Mm-hmm. And it gave me all sorts of weird feelings. Weird feelings. <laughs> it did. <laughs> that makes yes. sense. I feel like that's an accurate description I mean, of the re- the. Feel the reaction to this movie yeah. yeah it's like you know there's boobies in it but then there's also like a cute guy that kind of looks like ralph macho but it's really yes. a girl yes. and then there's you know dealing with very attracted you know, to yeah. terry exactly yeah. <laughs> like i was very attracted to terry i would have definitely been into terry in high school uh, like right 100%. around the time that karate kid came out right yes so and ralph macho was a heartthrob and like this yeah. kind of like skinny-ish kind of dude with the little skinny ties was a very in thing and yes. fun fact william zabka is in this movie and plays uh johnny lawrence yes, yes. In karate kid, well he was the bully two. in every movie yeah yes mm-hmm. and yes. i think that they reference karate kid in this movie they do when the girl um uh, what's her name? The one that has a crush on Sandy. Sandy. When mm-hmm. Sandy was like, he looks like Ralph Macchio, and he dresses like. Uh, oh yeah, dresses Elvis like Elvis Costello. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So. I had no experience with this movie. Um, I knew there was a movie called Just One of the Guys oh, because, this is very exciting. like, when I was in like middle school, high school, I was like, I had this great idea for a movie about a tomboy <laughs> whose friends were all boys, and I would call it Just One of the Guys. And, and like, then that movie already exists. I found out that movie already existed, and I was not really exactly. sad. No, that's not, not like exactly. what this movie's about. But I was really sad that my title was gone because I thought it was so original. Yeah. Okay. So no experience for no Hillary. No experience, Sarah. Uh, I had no experience other than the fact that Nicole um, in the past when she was telling me about film school said that one of her professors directed this. That's really? That's true. all that I Whoa. knew ab- about this film. Yeah, I my professor, Lisa Gottlieb, uh, directed this film. That is so uh, cool. My um, oh my God, I would have been starstruck. <laughs> so just going back a little bit in time, uh-huh. I don't know if you remember this, Jen, but I saw, saw this movie hundreds of times when I was a kid because it was always on Comedy Central. Like yes. every weekend this mm-hmm. movie was on. And looking back now, I'm like, I should probably not have been watching this movie. Like I, my, my tiny prepubescent brain was not really capable of understanding the complexities of what was going on in this movie. Right. Um, it introduced me to a lot of things I was just not prepared to deal with. Right. <laughs> um, but my friends and I watched it a lot. I remember... Um, 
where do you get off getting tit having tits yes, was like I a love phrase that, line. that, I was, that line was so great commonly spoken all right so um that was our that was our experience with just one of the guys so let's get into talking about this movie just one of the guys seems sort of distant let's just do it you look stupid and rich the house is a mess jack the kids are a mess jack you're a mess jack you have been a total bitch ever since you came to new york fascist all right get into it (laughs) okay so let's get into this film just one of the guys uh 1985 uh that's okay (laughs) pour yourself the wine you deserve it um just one of the guys 1985 directed by lisa gutlieb um she was the only woman involved all the producers were men all the writers were men wow yeah oh man Um, that explains things like the every female character in it besides terry's was your um, quintessential dits or your I can see that ballet girl or yeah. your yeah that's true you know I can see that a, a, yeah I forget what Hillary it was I think a, I have it written down somewhere in disgusted here. look on her face right now I don't know <laughs> it's like but they did the same thing to the men in the movie. They did. The men were, like the, the men were disgusting were idiots. It was like a Saved the by the Bell episode. Yeah. Where yes. like the the nerds very... were Trekkie nerds. The bully had like, you know, the bully outfit, which was he did. He put, denim jacket and... He put gloves on every time he was going yes. to beat somebody up. Yeah. Fingerless the gloves. L- there's like biking gloves. Like yeah. you hopping on a cycle. I will say oh, though, Rick. I loved the aliens. The, the two that pretended they were aliens. Yeah, what's that guy's name? He was they in a lot favorite. of... Air Gross. Air Gross. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that other guy I've never seen in my life besides this movie, but yeah. All right, so let's get to the beginning. So okay. the very first shot, does anybody remember what the first shot of this movie Ugh, was? It's her in bed. Yes, just yes. like a long tracking shot up of, up, of up her, her ba- body. Her body, yes. I honestly in her underwear. You had just downloaded porno, and I was like, <laughs> and you were like watching it. Finally. And I was like, ooh, Nicole, you bought the wrong just one of the guys. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, finally, I can get behind this. Um, yeah, so a long tracking shot up her body, resting on the lacy, as if to say, like, she is, this is a woman, guys. Right. Right yeah. at the top there. Um, and then, of course, which, she gets up and walks out onto the patio naked, which, as you do. Yeah. yeah. Can I interject on that, too, of sure. the, like, this is a woman thing? Like, she's still, like, 17 in this movie. Yeah, which and, is like, gross. I have a big problem with, like, people sexualizing, like, high school and middle school girls. I think yeah. it's real gross. Which happens several times in the movie, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just, it, I, it's so gross to me. So, like, this first shot, I was just like, oh, isn't this about high schoolers? I'm not okay it's, with that. It is very gross. Um and now that it, you mention it, something that happened very common in the 80s, I think, that was done a lot. Like, I think there was this whole, like, Porky's. I know Porky's was, like, a college movie, but do you, have you guys ever heard of Porky's? Yeah. You have, of yeah, course. We grew up I'm in the old. 80s, right? Um, <laughs> but that was, like, the sex comedy, which I think had a, kind of a resurgence in the 90s with things like American oh, Pie. absolutely. Oh God, yeah, I made I, American yeah. Pie. Yeah. Uh, I think this was kind of part of that. And mm-hmm. so I don't think at this particular time period we're in, I don't think you you probably you might not see something like that to no. in that way right now. No. Okay, so we start off the first character we meet besides Terry is her brother Buddy and they're having breakfast. And when together. they had breakfast there was like something like they like looked at each other but it looked flirtatious and I was like oh. who is this like char- who is this she's so having breakfast. So you thought they with? were flirting during the movie or just this part? So I thought that they were flirtatious throughout the whole film but not like not like gross flirtatious like Film, fl- like I feel like in film, but still, like, it was a little. I don't know. I guess I, I mean I didn't see that, but well, I was confused about their relationship 
in this first scene. Just Maybe because he's just he's, like, so horny, he'll there, just do like, it with anyone. Reading a Playboy. And yeah, I was he's reading like, a Playboy at breakfast. I mean, all the men in this yeah. movie are like yeah. disgusting yeah. rabid dogs. Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> Except, yeah. For, Except Rick. for Rick. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> yeah. then we get to meet uh, Kevin, her douchey boyfriend, who comes to pick Ugh, her up for school. Kevin's the worst. How old is he? Like, he's in college. Is he like 30? No, he's in college. He's probably like but. Jesus. 20, 21. Yeah. There just didn't seem like a college girl. All of so these many. Pe- 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 people did a, not look like they, they were in high, high, high Well, that's school. true. He was the, a frat guy, though. He was wearing his, like, Sigma Nu. Uh, right. Yeah. But there were so many people throughout the movie, that. like, that had, like, were in high school, but were, like, had, like, receding hairlines and mustaches. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Full that's a good point. Mustache? You saw mustaches? Yeah. Like, they're, you know the scene where she's handing out um, the towels? towels? I love that scene. And they're so, like, <laughs> grown men easily in their late <laughs> 30s. True. I think another common, common 80s move yeah. cast really old people as teenagers. Exactly. Like, that was, exactly. like, really common. Yeah. All right. So, um... It looks okay. So now we go on to the scene where she's. What is the girlfriend's name? Is it Denise? Her Denise. friend Denise? Denise. Denise. So they're in the library and they're talking about guys. And um, Denise is lamenting that she's had three guys ask her out, but apparently none of them I know. are good enough. Um, and the, but Kevin is a god. According oh to yeah, a right. God. Oh, that's when I realized this movie was written by a man. That's that line. Right. I actually have it written right here. I bet this movie was Raise written by a man. Raise your hand at this table if you've ever referred to a man you were dating as a guy. Never. Nope. No mm-hmm. one's hand is raised. <laughs> no. um, That's because it never I've, uh, a happened. Piece of shit. I've called yes. a man Adonis <laughs> in a joke once. Yes. In a script. Yes. But um, Usually when never. I'm attracted to someone, I call them adorable. He's all right. I think the nicest thing I've ever said about dude I was dating or my husband is like he's good he's a good dude he's a good guy yeah. he's, he's a good, a good guy. dude he's a good one he has a yeah. good heart yeah he's Zeus but I've, I've never, never called anybody never a called god. him a god no I've no, never actually that's elevated him to a deity like status <laughs> I mostly just sit in my room and hope they pay attention to me so one day I have the opportunity to call them a god, <laughs> god but it doesn't come there there was one one line in this where a guy calls a girl perfection which i feel like i hear yes. a lot in movies guys saying yeah. stuff like well, that well that reminds me of that episode of friends where chandler if anybody else is with me here chandler <laughs> is is trapped in the atm the vestibule, vestibule with, yeah. with and he's the, like gum, gum would, would be, be perfection, perfection. <laughs> <laughs> that is what i immediately thought oh my god yes. i was like chandler uh, what was the name of the model that he was it was um jill, jill goodacre, goodacre. Jill yeah, goodacre. yeah. Trapped in the vestibule with jill goodacre <laughs> Um, okay, oh so she's talking to Denise, and then this is when we get, as Sarah mentioned, some exposition um, about the contest. This contest is really important. The whole plot kind of hinges on this contest. There's a writing contest. So Terry, we kind of we didn't mention this, but Terry is a, a reporter at the school newspaper, I assume. That seems to be what, what the situation is. Right. Or she's taking a reporting class. I'm not sure about that. It's not really clear, but she wants to be a reporter. There is a um, internship up at the times the sun the tribune, sun tribune. Mm-hmm. the reporter all the school reporters are competing for this internship mm-hmm. and terry feels pretty certain that she's she's gonna get it so after lunch they're ba- the the teacher has told them that he's gonna put the winning articles that are w- gonna go on to, to compete for this internship into the trophy case mm-hmm. which seems like a weird place to put them but okay <laughs> so he hangs them up there and everybody's just gonna show up and see whether their their article's there and um terry's article is not there 
she feels like the other two people who one are not uh, they're both guys both mm-hmm. men doesn't feel like they deserve it um and she immediately heads into the newspaper student newspaper air office or whatever to go yeah. and and challenge his opinion of that but she overhears him and another teacher talking about how hot she is is that what they're saying i yeah. think they're talking yeah. about a yeah. diff were they talking no, about her they're talking different. about her they're Terry. talking about how hot oh, she is like did that you makes say, it did worse you see that did you see her, her legs or something what she was wearing yeah. and like and he said that he, may, that was probably one of the grossest moments in the movie said, yeah i say we flunk her and keep her here another year yeah, because they and were then joking about the newspaper yeah. teacher guy was like, "Be careful, you might lose your job." Not be careful, you're a disgusting fucking yeah, pig. Exactly. <sighs> yeah, that was um, that was very upsetting. And she, but she doesn't. That does not detour her from walking up to him and like t- talking to him about how she yeah. feels like she's been unjustly treated. Right, yeah. which is impressive. Yeah, good for her. Um, and again, I think. There, I want to say right off the bat, I think there are a lot of moments where the character makes really bold, empowered choices, I feel mm-hmm. like. And I don't think that's a thing that you see commonly in an 80s movie. But she's allowed to well, especially because she's with pretending teenagers. to be a man. Yeah, that you could argue that. You could argue that. But I also kind of wonder if the... Um, and I know that Lisa did not write this movie, but I can't help but think that her influence is in there in some way in the way that that character, cause you, if you look at the, just the storyline of the character, right. Mm-hmm. I think that, that, that character doesn't have to be as strong as she is, even though she's going and masquerading as a man. Like, I think you could have had the character come in and be sad and, and meek and cajole right. and try to bargain her way. And, but that's not what she does. She's like, this is wrong. I'm talented and you just don't see it. And like, she's very strong and firm and, and, and it's the actor, but I think it's also the director's choice right. to make that character be that way. I mean, Lisa herself was a very brash, ballsy, no nonsense, no, no sugarcoating, you know, lady. Now, mm-hmm. now that I'm thinking about the context of this movie, like how she was like, she had to work for all these men and there was n- there were no f- f- female writers or producers, yep. and she probably got that she probably ball- felt ba- like ballsy this. Yeah. person because she felt that she had to be to to survive this industry being a, a woman. I mean, I don't want to speculate because we never had a conversation about this movie. Really, she didn't really she didn't wasn't embarrassed by it at all. Like she would reference it from time to time, but I think she had probably a lot of students come in there wanting to joke about the you know like where do you get off having tits and she was just not having it like she didn't want to joke about this movie so we didn't really talk about it very much but i i i kind of i have to wonder um as a woman in the film industry now and i can't imagine what it was like to be a woman in the film industry in in 1985 how it may have felt very much for her like terry to be constantly having to fight to to seem legitimate and to not be judged by the way that you look and to be seen as somebody who's got something special, just as special as any man. And another thing about um, Terry's character is that um, throughout the movie, she isn't, even with Kevin, who's her boyfriend, that is supposed to be like the more dominant person in the relationship and Mm -hmm. the older person, she's still, you know, like holds the reins and she still yeah. puts him in his place and she mm-hmm. still is like, no, he's dumb, you know? Yeah. And, um, so no, even when, and in um, situations where she should be, 
she most women would feel awkward or embarrassed like in the locker room when mm-hmm. all the men are naked and she's holding the towel she's sitting there with the towels like she is in a position of power she's yeah. making fun of them as yeah. they walk by yeah. she's handing them towels and telling them like cute butt or in right. her head you know or whatever yeah. and saying like she's she's a powerful character mm-hmm. throughout the movie and yeah. she never for a second um puts herself in the role of like that she buys into what they're telling her she should be. No, she's never ditzy or, or she doesn't flirt to get what she wants. Like none of that. And I don't think the movie is written in a way that that could not have been a choice. And I, I I think we should address this too, the sort of subtext of like the closeted teenage boy, which I think is also a part of this movie. Hillary, Hillary's looking me funny. I've, I've, Elaborate. I've, we're going to get there. <laughs> I feel like that is, I think that's part of this movie too. And I didn't see that the, until this time that I watched it. But um, there were certainly times where people made fun of her for cross-dressing as they called it. Right. But this movie in the 1980s, I mean, could have gone balls to the walls with making fun of transgender you know, at, at that and but she was treated as like she was really trying to blend in. Like it was not played for laughs right. her being a dude. That's true. And I don't again, I think that was a choice by the actor and the director. Yeah. And I don't think the movie was necessarily written in a way that it had to be that way. That's true. Because if you look at um, she's Sorry, I applaud all, that. She's the man. <laughs> yeah. She's the man. The Amanda Bynes mm-hmm. one. Yeah. I mean that one, it's definitely played for laughs, like her right. appearance yeah. and the way she acts and mm-hmm. like the tampon in the nose and all of that stuff. Like that whole, the whole gag in right. that is like, she's not really passing. Yeah. Right. But in this, like she does, she does pass. You're right. She that very much really seems like a dude to I me. did choice. like this actress a lot. I think she, she did a great was job. And Great. what's crazy is when I was looking at all the IMDb's of everyone on the mm-hmm. the the entire cast, she out of all of them never really did anything else. I know. She really? maybe did like one or two things, but then never went anywhere. But I thought that she was arguably the most talented she yeah. person on the entire. Was very film. interesting. She was yeah. an interesting actress. She was engaging. She was charming. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. So Kevin is not particularly uh, sympathetic about this thing that's happened at school. No. Right, no. Yeah, he, he like, tries to console yeah. her in his own weird way. Well, but he's not consoling her. No. He just immediately asks her, why do you double knot your bikini tops? Yeah. And she's like... Yeah, he's like, I'm really busy trying yeah, to get this top off right now. Yeah. He's but not also, listening, listening to her at all. He's yeah. just... But also, generally, he's like, why do you care about this thing? Like, why do you care yeah. about being a reporter? Like, you, why don't you just be a model? Like, she's like, he said I should be. I can't remember if she brings it up or if he brings it up first. Yeah. But the model thing comes up again. I think he, um, well, he brings up the story about how, um, well, you know, like, and she thinks that, oh, he's interested in what I'm saying for a second. Because he starts to talk about how he always wanted to be a fireman. And then oh, yeah. it wasn't until he found out how little that they made, and that's why he didn't want to be a fireman anymore. So for a minute, she thinks that he's engaged and he actually cares about what she's talking about. But then she says, he said I should be a model. And he's like, well, you should, babe. You're gorgeous. This is so hot. Yeah, yeah and it's like, Yeah. I'm not... Ugh. He the contest the the fireworkman story is a little kind of setting. It's like he's sitting as he's sitting a child on his knee to talk about right when I was yeah. a boy. And I do and feel like, like I need to say like what's so funny is when I started. I've seen this movie a million times when mm-hmm. I was younger, and when you you know gave it to me and I turned it on, I, like 
just before the movie even started, like in the opening credits, just thinking about like what the premise of the movie is about, I chuckled at how um, archaic it seemed. Like, oh my God, I can't believe this movie is about a girl having to do this to <laughs> prove whatever. And I was like, things are so different. And then I was like, are they? No. <laughs> are they? I would no. say no. I know. Like, I would say they're not. Then five minutes into the movie, I was just like, no. This is still pretty. It's quite, quite relevant. Like I feel like they're still very relatable. Go by initials instead of their name. Oh yeah, like it makes them androgynous sounding. I have considered coming up with a fake name when I submit things to festivals. I'm not going to lie to you. Nick Kemper. Nick. Nick. Nicky Kemper. Yeah. Nicholas Kemper. So much. I wonder, I like as an experiment, what if I resubmitted this film or the script to this right. contest as a, of course, I write about women, so that probably would discount me. But, <laughs> but they'd probably be like, wow, like, this how progressive. Wow, progressive. Like so progressive. So well about women. Yeah. How progressive. <laughs> so during the scene um, is the first time that Terry mentions, back to the bedroom um, with Buddy, uh, the, this is the first time that Terry mentions that she wishes that you were a guy. She's like, if I were a guy, I wouldn't mm-hmm. have these problems. I would be taken seriously. And um, basically, um, Buddy's like, you don't want to be a guy because men think about sex nonstop. It's a burden. Yeah. 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 Me- no, so like, it's like men's bot hell. bodies have yeah. to have sex at all times or something like that. Yeah. God, that so. would be a really gross <laughs> universe that we lived in. Guys would be so be. sticky. <laughs> Guys would be so <laughs> sticky. <laughs> well, honey, I'm going to go take a shower again. I know it's the fourteenth one so today. Sticky. <laughs> it's like everything that you would encounter, like couch cushions, pies. Oh man, pies! Like, everything would have Pie to be covered just, in plastic. Yeah, it would be like living at your grandma's house. Yeah, I think this next scene is one of my fave fa- favorite scenes where um, Bud teaches her how to like walk like a guy, like yes. stand like a guy. Yeah. Right. So Terry shows up. Later that night, Terry shows up at the door and tricks Buddy, at, right. pretending to mm-hmm. be a dude. She's dressed in his clothes. And um, and then Buddy is basically like, yeah, only because I wasn't paying attention, but you're actually, you would need some help. So right. he teaches her how to walk, how to scratch Which her balls. I like that he like teaches her I did. how to do it. I love the like, scene. That's funny. I really yeah. love the scene. There yeah. was one line that is my favorite line in the entire movie. He says, guys take up space. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, Damn straight. They do. <laughs> yes, they do. The line I took Man away. Spress, spress, sp- heading. Yeah. Man spreading. Yeah, definitely. The line I took away from the scene was, all balls itch. It's a fact. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I love that. I love that. <laughs> She's like, maybe my balls don't itch. And it's like, all balls itch. Yeah. Like, very serious. I can't tell you how many times I've seen men scratch their balls just, like, casually in front of me. And I'm like, we were just, like, having like, a conversation what? about, like, like, our French class. But I think they just, cool. like, to remind themselves that they're there yeah <laughs> yeah it's like a security what if we constantly like a security <laughs> blanket adjusting yeah. our boobs like they would well. find that i mean <laughs> I, I i i get itches down there but i'm like trying to like yeah, you imagine if we started yeah. scratching our crotches like in the middle yeah. of like, god that would be so it would be so great if i could just do that whenever i wanted to <laughs> yeah so she decides she's going to pretend to be a guy and she's going to resubmit the article the same article Yep, mm-hmm. at a different school at that different she school. is just able to come in and register for classes yeah, at. That's weird. It's like you just went through this, Nicole. I, ha- I was <laughs> thinking this. Or, I was thinking about this. Today. I I feel like I wish that it was as easy to hop schools as it was in this movie, <laughs> yeah. given that the enormous hell that I went through today to try to register my child for first grade. 
Um, But yeah, she just shows up in a new school, like just pops on over there. And gives them a name. No parents to sign her into this new place. There are parents out of town. I don't think we've brought this up, but the parents, there are no parents in this movie. For two weeks, which this whole, they say for two weeks, but the movie seemed like it spanned over yeah because of the week and a half the article was due in a week and a half and itself she felt you know n- i don't want to spoiler alert it. spoiler alert sure okay if, spoiler well, alert she, for 1985s okay just so one of the guys falls like in love with rick <laughs> does, yeah. over the course of two weeks and you would think that somebody as strong headed yeah. as Terry would not allow her. I mean, who could resist mm-hmm. those doughy eyebrows, though? Yeah, that's true. You know? And he definitely wasn't in the movie The Lawnmower Man. <laughs> I don't know I, why yeah. anybody would think Rick that. Rick reminds me of a good him. friend of mine from college. So, like, <laughs> who was can, also a bad actor? <laughs> no, it, uh, well, he's an okay actor. Um, but he, like, reminds me of a good friend of mine from college. So, uh, like, I saw him and I was like, all right. Like, I can see how people would be attracted to this guy. Us. I thought I, I, I thought he was cute. Honestly, for a I bit. probably would have thought he was cute. He, yeah. I don't know like if I would say he was cute. Well, his personality I thought was like really yeah, I thought his personality but he was yeah. he was um, the most of. human male in this movie. Yeah, he was yes. wise beyond his years. He was he was. I liked his cute thing about the about the about the James Brown thing. Oh yeah, no. If if this was real life, he would be the guy. I always would end up with the nerdy jokey guy yeah um, and if you notice that's in, for sure i noticed this um but in terry's room the posters on her walls were like bruce springsteen and elvis costello oh yeah and which then were he the was same really into james brown mm-hmm. and i was like you guys both have great taste in music oh yes they both so did she's like prince and elvis costello <laughs> and i was yeah. like yeah but does she i thought she said those things because she thought that is what guys are into like when she was listing but her, not she her, had the posters on her wall. Okay. She did in her bedroom. She and, had Elvis and Costello. Ernest Hemingway. Yes, she had a poster of Ernest Hemingway. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, she and probably Bruce. got it out of Teen Beat. I'm thinking. Yeah, probably <laughs> Teen Beat. That, yeah, that right. Hemingway spread in Teen Beat. Oh um, so she goes to the new school. <laughs> She's got a new look. She looks cool. She like she, does. she really does. Like looks she does fucking it, cool. She does it with style. Oh she yeah. She cut her hair yeah. into like this men's style. But it's like but it's so good. Nice. It's a good hair. Yeah. 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 For like either gender. I'm like immediately attracted to for, to Terry the dude. Yeah. Right. Sarah oh, yeah. is making a face. I like very very tall big muscular men. So Terry you was like not doing it. Terry is not doing gorilla. It yes, Sarah. a gorilla. So maybe, the, maybe, maybe, maybe old, maybe old two towels in the gym scene. Maybe that guy. Yes, yes. More, more, yeah, more, yeah, more like, two, more two towels. You like the two towel guy? I don't want a one towel guy. Only guy. like twice as big, yeah. Yeah. big as that. Guy who looks like a thirty-year-old. Yes. <laughs> So, and then this is the first time we're introduced to, um, I don't remember the actor's name, but his, the character's name is Greg, and he played the bully. William in like Zapka. William every Zapka time. in every movie in the 1980s. He was the bully, including the karate kid, of course. Yep. Um, and he is giving some kid the most intense wedgie I've ever seen. But before yeah. that, he's talking about jacking it's, off. Oh, you're oh, right. right. Yeah. He was. He yeah. was they indeed. They were all just ch- standing yeah. around talking about jacking off. And what did he tips. say about it? I'm I don't remember. So do guys give each other tips on that? I, we don't I have don't a dude at this sure table to verify, do. you think? But do yeah. they like stand around in front of the school like this is 
what I would recommend? Is that yeah. what they, they were like last like night? Used? I sat on my left hand for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Um, so immediately they, they have a conflict here outside the school where she's, I, it, she, it, she's trying to fit in, right? Like, yeah. so she's making yeah. fun of the kid getting a wedgie. She's not at first I was like, right. Oh, she's going to come in and stand up for the kid. That is not what happens. No. Um, she's like trying to be like, Oh yeah, cool. And he's not, he, he immediately picks her up and throws her into a bush. Right. Yeah. He's like new kid and like throws her in the bush. Puts his stupid. I'm about to beat the shit out of somebody gloves on. Yeah. Yeah. And always, he's always like talking to his posse. Like he's, giving some kind of instructional workout video (laughs) for beating up nerds. Right. Right, He's like talking about his, the lift and how much you can lift and you got to bend with your knees and whatever. And he also (laughs) says just what we need. Another right. I just realized that. (laughs) (laughs) He lifts the, the cafeteria tables. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's like, okay. And then take a deep breath (laughs) and on the exhale. (laughs) Um, and, he also says to her, um, just what we need, another pussy. So, which not only is funny because she is, she indeed, she has a pussy, right? <laughs> right? So that's kind of funny. But also, like, it's the first of many times that the word pussy or tulip or something having yeah, to do with the woman's anatomy a... is used as an insult yes. repeatedly in this movie. So uh, while she's in the bushes, she meets Rick, Rick. Morehouse. Yeah. And right, right when she meets him, I'm like, she's going to fall in love with him. That's the guy that there's going to be the, the love interest. For some reason, I just, I just knew. It's just the way this movie was set up. This movie was very mm. simple, like in its mm-hmm. structure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I could just tell that this was like the meet cute, the fall into well, yeah. a bush and meet cute. But she didn't seem like immediately attracted to him in my, like she didn't get the googly eyes I thought. To, I didn't see that. But maybe well, I she wouldn't have she because she's pretending to be a girl, yeah. pretending to be a boy. Right. Like, I feel like she was talking to him like a dude, as as you would any dude stuck in a bush with another dude. Mm-hmm. I, mean, we've I know, been, but, but it was, it was the fact that totally different. It was the fact that she met him at <laughs> that all. Was a vintage porn scene if I've ever heard of one. So now we're in English class. Mm-hmm. And I believe this is when we're first introduced to the nerds. The nerds. Yeah, yes. the little alien dudes, which, really which were awesome. Take, yeah, okay, go, please I go ahead. Them. I thought they were hilarious. <laughs> did nobody else think they were great? I wish I had known I thought they didn't like add that. anything to the story, and I thought they were distracting. Oh, see, I just thought they Sarah were comic like relief in a movie that desperately needed it. They were just the most stereotypical nerds, yeah. nerds, Trekkie. They spoke in, I don't know what Star Trek language is, but that's what they spoke in. So here's my theory. I think these guys are not actually high school students. I think they like. I think they are aliens. Maybe because I've watched a lot of '80s movies, and nerds There's are a, a, va- a staple of, of of '80s movies. And I've never seen a movie where the nerds spoke as though they were aliens. That was why I liked them so much, though they were so dedicated. They talked about being interested in Star Trek, All, like caricature over the top nerds are very common in 80s movies. Right. Like they were a staple, just like the bully and the the hot popular girl. Nerds were just part of it. But they like seem like they were even maybe doing research. I was like, you know, this is a fish out of water story. Maybe they're doing the same thing, but they're pretending they're wearing human skin. Like they're they're from from another planet. If this were a Gary Marshall sitcom, they would be the Mork and Mindy to the Laverne and Shirley. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. They are parallel. You've got it. Nailed it. I thought they needed a little bit more story or to just be out of the movie completely because they I think that somewhere 
in their high school on some other planet, they got passed over for a internship and they are writing an article <laughs> wearing human skin and they're going to go back and turn in that article and see if it gets on the internship. That's what I'm saying. I think you're on. Nicole's going to write Nicole. just one of the humans. Yeah, just one of the humans. <laughs> just <laughs> later in humans. Out early 2017. Yes. Look for it. Look for it. All right. So <laughs> next scene. <laughs> We're in the gym. Well, we actually, we start in the locker room where men are just walking around in jock straps with their butt cheeks hanging out. Ugh, which Is I would that just a thing love. that happens? No, I'm sure it does not. Be- so <laughs> she's in the locker room. Um, some guy shows her his penis rash. Yeah. <laughs> which, again, I'm not sure how common that is in the locker room, but I'm yeah, just going to go I've with ever that. I've just like whipped out my pussy and been like, hey, have you ever seen anything <laughs> like this? Do you know what that creature is crawling around? <laughs> I'm not sure. ever happened to me before. Um, so she has immediately has a problem because they're all undressing. And I assume the reason that she doesn't want to undress is because, because I know she's wearing her brother's underwear. So it's not like, I mean, she's got her brother. He says that she's wearing his underwear, but she has boobs boobs that she's taped down. So she can't, um, can't change in front of the other guys. So she decides to, in a very ballsy move that could have led to a lot of (laughs) devastation and death. She takes a towel and wraps it around the sprinkler system and lights it on fire so it'll set off the sprinkler. Um, I just want to say in this scene... That's fucking arson is what that is. It is, is, I know. Did anyone notice that their mascot was the beavers? No, I did not. I can't believe I missed that. In the locker room and I was like, oh, that's so great. (laughs) I didn't notice that. The beavers. And this is the scene where she fakes the stomach ache because first they get into different teams and Mm -hmm. then the coach goes, shirts, skins. Right. And then like the guys who have skins, they're like, they take off their shirts and she's on the skins team and she's Mm -hmm. like, uh, right. So she's got to take her shirt and she's wearing as many clothes as possible. She's wearing like three sweatsuits and like a gym clothes, more gym clothes on top of that. Like she's just doubling up on the gym clothes. And so she fakes the stomach ache so she won't have to take her shirt off. So the next scene is, um, she's talking to the, the, there's another teacher Who's in charge? This of is the scene that I realized this is a new school. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not understand. I'm not good at, pa- at paying is. attention oh to things. God, I was just like, I was just like, okay, let's let's get this going. You're like, and so it was her, this you're, scene. You're and like, I was where's like, Denise? I was like, oh <laughs> yeah, it's a new school. Good job, Sarah. Or like, do they not have a scene that described like, this or something? Wasn't that guy white? Like, I feel like in, in a different movie, movie they would have like had a whole scene where like she like registered for a new school and like did the whole new. So they they have that. They would have been a lot more visual like make it visually different like yeah. we would have seen a would be different the red school and this would be yeah. blue right or maybe we'd yeah. see like the name of the school or right. something. yeah it just yeah. looked like the same place the it same did. or maybe know. even there'd be a line where it's like how are you gonna pull this off oh i'm just gonna go to the school down the street <laughs> yeah, yeah no it just it didn't occur i mean to me, it didn't so. con- yeah i did not find it confusing yeah. but again i've watched this movie i don't i've seen this movie so many times that i don't know when i first saw it it's like i just was aware that she right. went to a new school so that was not a problem for me so she goes to this other reporter teacher. Right. And he's read her. She's submitted to him the same exact article. Like, so and I guess he didn't pl- like it. He didn't like it, That's which is interesting. That's so interesting. It's like the whole idea of the movie is supposed to be based around like if I'm a, uh, how you accept the wor- the same work from a male versus a mm-hmm. female. And so it's like she kind of 
proved like disproved her right. theory by when the new teacher was like, "This isn't very good." I started well, her writing is fine, but it's boring. Yeah, yes. that's what he said. There you go. Yeah, though, and she didn't get any feedback from the other teacher. Yes. The other teacher was just like, "Go be a model." And this, teacher yeah, I think that's yeah, an important yeah. distinction. Well, yeah, that's true. And but, where here's the scene where I would argue that this movie is actually very clever. Like, I I think that the writing. And the, is very clever in this movie at points. Um, and here's an instance where that happens. Because yes, you would think that it would either be absolutely it's because she's a guy or, you know, it isn't or whatever. Right. But it's not. It's very gray here. It, she doesn't enter with him talking about her body or her legs like she does in that other scene. He gives her constructive. He treats her like somebody yeah. who has a chance. Yeah. And again, he you can argue like maybe potential. this is Right. He right. says she has potential, which you could argue maybe this is a different teacher, different style, different attitude, whatever. But he definitely treats her as somebody who's got a shot, which is not what happens in the other. Right. But so she she so her plan to just submit the article and get it does not work. And, and she has like a week and a half to turn in something that's better. And she decides that she's going to continue going to school dressed as a guy and make this into her story. That's going to be the story she yeah. writes. Mm-hmm. So the first person she tries to make friends with it the lunch is the is reptile guy who is feeding a brat to a snake so that quickly yeah goes south and she decides to sit down with rick she's like you want some company right. you want some company <laughs> i think it's so yeah it's admirable that you could just walk up can you imagine yeah. just walking up to a person a in a new school and being like do you want yeah. some company yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's like trying to bond with rick and then Sandy, this is when we first meet Sandy, because Sandy is like in this on the sidelines. Sandy, who has a crush, has a crush on Terry. She's that's like, right. fox. It's a fox. And I that's when it. she refers to him as being looking like Ralph Macchio. Yeah. Right. And dressing like Elvis Costello. Yes. Yeah. This is played by Sherilyn Finn, who was a star on Twin Peaks, which I just recently watched with oh. my fa- fa- family. She, she was, was good. I thought yeah, she, was she was good. Her, she was the second person I thought that was a good actor in yeah. this movie. And um, her character was very endearing. You like want her to meet somebody. Yeah, that yeah, because she much. was supposed. I think she was supposed yeah. to be the. Yeah. Again, could have played this girl. I want to mm-hmm. say again, this woman could have been played. This girl, sorry, because she's a teenager, could have been played as like a ditzy, sexy mm-hmm. bimbo. And I really didn't feel that. Like it seemed like she really like wanted to connect with him. Like yeah. yes, she was yeah. using her sexuality, but like I feel like she was a person. Right. So I I really I liked that. The next thing is she has arranged with, oh, she sees Rick and she decides to give him a ride home from school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sandy hits on, well, actually, Sandy hits on him first. I keep saying him, but Sandy hits on Terry first. And she's just not having it. She's yeah. not interested. And Rick invites her into his house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They sit and talk about they share beer, girls and sex. And James Brown. They rap yeah. man to man about chicks and shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> Over a beer. Over a beer. Was it Bruce still 18? 18 I was wondering point. that myself because they, they seemed like they were all drinking very yeah. casually. Yeah. But I mean, I did in high school. Yeah. That's and all true. of their cans just said beer. beer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good old <laughs> movie beer. This, this scene reminded me of I Love You Man, where like Paul Rudd's character goes back to Jason C. C. Siegel's character's like apartment and like it just I want more movies like that that are like I know we want more movies about women too, but yeah. we you we usually don't see the yeah. inner workings of male male friendships. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I really saw that playing out here and I thought it was nice. But this was also I think the moment in the movie where I began to feel like 
there was also some subtext here about being a gay teenager in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. And I know that she's a woman dressing as a man, but she's very convincing as a man and everybody else is treating her like she's a man and assuming that she's a man. So in all her interactions with Rick, as she starts to have feelings for him, I was starting to see like kind of like a little bit of that struggle of like a a boy being in love with another boy and having to pretend like they're not. And you know what I mean? Yes. I really, and the way that, that, you know, he's, the way that Terry is treated by the bully and how he's called a pussy and a tulip. And it all felt like to me in a way, a way to explore that without actually having a gay character. That's what I was Mm -hmm. feeling at the time. And I think that we're all just wait, you know, I don't know if it's our age or if it's just like that times are different now, but we're just way more aware of that struggle and hypersensitive to it and compassionate towards it. Definitely. You know, whereas I, I think in, I don't know if that's what they were going for back in the 80s mm-hmm. or not, but I just, would not be surprised. I feel like I well, just kind of disagree was, that that's okay. what they were going for. Okay. And I just because like it's it's not about a gay man, you know, and to say that like the experience of a gay man can be summed up in like two weeks of cross dressing and pretending to be a man. I, well, I'm not exactly saying know. that. It I'm just, saying that the 80s was not comfortable with talking about that in a mainstream movie yeah and i think that that you can expect that there were i mean there were gay people in the 80s just as much as there are now yeah and that there may have been people that were using that 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 as a way to explore that for though because like even at the end of the movie when whatever kevin kisses her at the prom they can't even say the word gay you know like absolutely you're right oh no it's fine you're uh uh uh, and like he can't even say the word like you're gay it's fine like, well he actually does say you're does gay he, he, he does says it yeah. later when she takes when, him when she's telling him okay. yeah and he treats it in a very like, sensitive way i would say yeah rick as well. is sensitive i i think your point is very valid hillary but what i'm trying to say is i recall as a in as a child from the 80s that people like gay, like were we very much used to gay people being a part of T- TV and movies like the their gay characters but in the 1980s gay characters did not exist as real people they were if the, if they were in the movie at all they were always like a flamboyant um over the top kind of like that character from Troop Beverly Hills who's sewing sewing her outfit remember she takes the takes the outfit oh, to the yeah, guy okay. and he's like very flamboyant yeah or like any i don't i don't know if any of you guys have seen mannequin but hollywood Mm -hmm. from mannequin like that kind of gay character was something acceptable but you never saw like a a toned down i'm just saying i think it's possible that there that 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 subtext is there and i because it felt very grounded and i know that it's not a man i know that i know it's not a man but I don't think you could have told a story about a young man being in love with another young man in 1985. I don't think that's something that people would have accepted in a mainstream film. They also... So, um, I, anyway, that's, just something like, I, that's something I, that I felt when I was watching it. I'm kind yeah. of in between both of you, but like they had a transsexual joke in the film. They, they did. They had a lot of transsexual jokes. No, I mean, they used the word transsexual, which is not but re- really uh, used anymore not anymore yeah. but like back then i think that i think he said tranny actually yeah. like at the end yeah. when yeah. he was like he he makes buddy makes a joke to his sister and he says something like you tranny something yeah like it was that. something about transsexual growing chest hair or so, so 
something. Yeah. Um, And that, and that really like rubbed me the wrong way. I was like, Oh, so we're making fun of transgender and gay people. Like they, yeah, they did do that a couple of times. They joked about sex change operations Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And that is something I would have expected from this time period. I'm actually saying I I was surprised that there was not that much of it, that it was so there were few in- few instances, I think. I'm not excusing yeah. any jokes about that, but in this time period, I would have expected it to be there to be more in a movie like this than there was, and it surprised yeah, me agree. that there were fewer. Thinking back to that time period, and if you were to take a director that was not a female and it was a male director, I could totally see scenes being different. I could totally yep. see scenes between her and rick being like rick being like get off me or like yeah. don't touch me man like things like that yeah. but instead rick's character is very sensitive mm-hmm. and very yeah. accepting and very like it's okay like i get it like you know uh, and and being supportive of his yeah. friend absolutely versus yeah. like i can see that if like in that time period that if things had gone a little different maybe if the director was different maybe if the writer was different yeah i could see the same movie being like yo dude yeah there was yeah. none of that okay. really You're not whatever not from rick like maybe from mm-hmm. the bully and even kevin seems to be very like not aware in the later prom scene mm-hmm. we'll get there yeah but like at right. one point um Terry even brought it was the one the moment I really felt it the most was when they're and this is much later in the movie so I know I'm jumping ahead but there's a moment where after she's kind of given him his makeover she like brushes his hair behind his ear yeah I, right. I noticed that and he he doesn't go stop it he, he doesn't, doesn't yeah flinch like there's yeah. like a moment where they realize that it's happened and then she moves on from yeah. it very quickly but he never seems put off by it or grossed out or upset. Yeah, it's just like a thing that. that he's like, whoa, that's yeah. kind of weird that you touched me. I guess that's yeah. true. Yeah, but he, right. he doesn't re- react at all. No. He just is like... But I, in that moment, I was picturing a, a boy. And again, I want to emphasize that this is not a story that they would have told in a Hollywood film in that time period. I'm, I'm imagining what, what, uh, like what it would have been like for a boy who is 18 to just reach out and touch your, like put your friend's hair behind his ear, like, and forget for a second that you can't yeah. do that. Yeah. Or That's what I was like feeling in that moment. The yeah, smaller gestures where she makes him a sandwich and said, Eat right. This, like I brought this free, like things right. like that. Yeah. Right. You know, just like smaller signs of affection that are, seem so innocent you know yeah. like mm-hmm. things like I, I that i just love a, a lot of that how like sweet they were to to, yeah. to each other and yet they were dudes and i it made me like feel like i hope that all dudes have like a dude best friend that they can like bring a sandwich to and like brush <laughs> yeah. hair behind their ear and, yeah like, you know? they should yeah, it, yeah it's it would it, to have a deep friendship like women are allowed that like women yeah. are allowed women are allowed to touch each other and it's oh, acceptable. Like you right. can, br- if your friend has hair in their face, you can brush the hair of their face. If they've got something on their face, you can, some schmutz, you can wipe the schmutz off. Like you it's okay. You can hold hands and watch a movie. Exactly. And it's fine. Yeah. 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 It's like. Anyway, that was just something I started to notice that yeah. had not occurred to me in previous t- times that I had watched this movie. Right. So, so basically the next big thing that happens is, so Terry's in the midst of writing this article and she decides her next project is to get Rick a date for the prom. Right. Yeah. And then Sandy kind of gets wind of what they're up to. And she basically says, Hey, if you go on a date with me, I'll set Rick up with my cousin. I don't remember her name. Jill. Jill. 
Yeah. I have a big oh, problem with that scene. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's issue. Yeah. Big oh, problem. Yeah. So let's talk about this. Well, it's not a camping scene. They're like, it's like a, yeah. It's like a fireside it's beer drink. It's fireside beer drink on yeah. a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> um, a so let's cave. talk about that. Let's talk about Jill. So conventionally, <laughs> Jill is not attractive, but well, they make a well, lot of Jill jokes. Is Jill's like in the sixth grade. Yeah, she? they, yeah. she's 14. They, uh, they she's say in five grade. years, Jill's going to make a, a man really happy, or in five years, Jill's going to make him really happy. Yeah. Also, she literally talks about and the sixth grade. she talks about oh. the sixth grade is so bogus. Look at yeah. Sarah's face. Like, oh, this just oh, totally you know, rocked that? your world. No, I, I thought she meant, I thought she was like commenting on how like unattractive she was or something. Oh, oh. so you thought the whole scene was about I like making fun of that she was unattractive. Yes. No, it was just, she was, no, a, she was like literally a child. <laughs> she was a baby. Yeah. She didn't, she looked the out same with age grown ups. Of them. Oh, I don't think no. so. I think she looked, she looked younger. younger. I mean, I yeah. don't think she truly looked 12 because that would have been well, fucking disturbing, but she definitely looked younger. she was drinking a Coke, too, which was what like kind of tipped me off is they're all drinking yeah. like beer. And then oh, she man, now I feel like an but asshole. I, <laughs> I think that the first line out of her mouth was something like, something I about swear, the, s- the sixth grade is so, so bogus. Yeah. So yeah. Bad. yeah. yeah. So yeah. they're like right off the bat, like, let's tell you, he's on a date with a 12-year-old. Yes. And then they go off into the cave. I mean, I know he didn't they, do they anything. They go off for a walk. Yeah. And well, he takes her off for yeah. For yeah. A so that Terry and Sandy can bone, can bone or whatever. Like Terry is getting very drunk. Yeah, which um, I would too. <laughs> but I'm very uncomfortable with this 12 year old oh, on man, a date. I, I know. Not that's teenagers. Cool. Yeah, that's. Like, I was it like, was. I was preemptively like defensive about people making fun of ugly girls. So I was just I like, I didn't think she was ugly. She was like. No, normalish looking. I mean, she but was she was. Little, she'd be normal looking when she was like eighteen years old. Right. She'd be like a fine looking human. Like she, she literally hasn't 12. grown into her body yet. Yeah. yeah. It's like her features were too big for her face because yes. she hasn't grown yet. Not comfortable right. with this. It was super gross. Me not comfortable, <laughs> Sarah. I'm like such a dick. Making me I'm laugh. Like, no, it's okay. You just missed that. Yeah, that line. crucial detail yeah. that yeah. she was in sixth grade. Does, has that ever happened to any of you? Like where you've like gone on a double date and the With other two were no. just like, "We'll give you two a minute, wink, wink," and like walked off. Well, like, maybe in high high school. Uh, I think the implication was that. Rick was like, "There's, I'm not gonna get anywhere with this 12 year old, so yeah. I'm just, we're just gonna go for a walk so that you guys can do whatever you're gonna do." That I think that was the implication was that Rick knew I've been, I've been had by mm-hmm. Sandy, yeah. and, and also, she set me up with this kid, yeah. and now I'm just gonna take this kid for a walk. I, I feel like that was kind of the implication. And at that there. point, Rick and Terry's friendship was based on the fact that they were trying to help each other get chicks. Right. That's true. So he was yeah. like, hey man, I'm gonna... He was wing- He was being a wingman. Yeah, I like think wing that probably that wing does happen again. in high school. Like, not adults. Adults don't do shit like that, but I uh, think yeah, probably, like, high, high schoolers <laughs> disagrees. Yeah. Oh. So, Sandy <laughs> goes right for the or the, right the for peen. the peen. And right for <laughs> like, She just right. pulls those tube socks out of there. Just like, like she, she was... She whip that dick gonna, out, no matter how just, soft it was. <laughs> She's like, I want it. <laughs> yes. And not put off by the by the she socks not at, put all. Off at all. No. She's not like no, every movie is surprisingly accepted. I would have she, okay, she was she's like, you shouldn't have you shouldn't have tried to impress me. She was so flattered, but I feel like again, this is a thing that 
females will do if like girls yeah. make females make exceptions yeah for if they like a, a guy mm-hmm. and if they're attracted to a guy they will make exceptions yes. for why it's still so in great yeah yes. like that's no, great. you didn't mean it and yes. you're tired or you're stressed you know yeah. yes. yes and yes. like and i feel like that's what she was doing it's like yeah. she decided i, I like, like this guy. person yeah. and i'm going she said very adamantly i will get him i'm yep. going to get him get and then so she wasn't gonna let the sock thing no matter how floppy yeah no matter how floppy. she was like no this is or great hidden. i'm so Just into this thanks for being so cool rip that penis right out of the Just, pants she like yanks it like her arm goes all the way back i know i'm like, like if that was attached to a human off. body like I cannot whoa. imagine the injury she that was starting a lawn. Worst hand job and ever. Can you imagine like reaching in someone's pants and feeling something that is the thickness and texture <laughs> of rolled up tube socks in there? No. My hand would be out of there so oh my quick. God, that would feel like, so something weird. wrong <laughs> with your penis. Wrong. You go to a doctor. Your penis it's way is too very textured and dry. Spongy. <laughs> Just want you to know. Oh my God. That's not what skin feels like. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. All right. So back at Gross. home, Buddy is trying very hard to molest that math too. Very, very. Yeah, with some and Kevin's Andre being cold such duck. a with cock cold duck. But he's like wearing a smoking. Like he's dressed like like um, Mr. Adams from the Adams family. He's dressed like <laughs> yeah. Gomez Adams a little bit, and oh God, yeah. or like he's, he's got like one. an ascot on. And a Terry jacket. does at this point. No, I'm talking about Buddy. No, buddy. Oh, Buddy! At yes, home, he's like okay. wearing a smoking jacket, and he's yeah. sitting like on her. He's being very Hugh Hefner. He's like, yeah. She oh, okay, maybe that's yeah. it. Kevin yeah. comes. Comes. What? Wait, does Kevin's, Kevin's there the home whole time. first? Yeah, Kevin's there yeah. with the cock block. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And is really just ruining Buddy's he's being game. A real dick. Yeah. Um, the math tutor. Linda does not seem bothered by Buddy at all. Like she's just kind of going on no. with her yeah. thing, not threatened by well, his advances. The thing I got was that she was there for the math answers. Like she was uh, doing her homework. Oh, was the feeling I, got. I didn't get that. I was confused by her braces. I thought she was the smart one. She mm. seemed. I thought that her character seemed very prudish, mm. and then I thought it was a surprise when he said, would it make a difference if I told you I were hung like a horse? And she said, maybe, are you? And like that, she looked like a 14 year old yeah. girl. And so it was surprising to see her yeah. say that again. And it was actually a bear. She looked it was very young. It was yeah. actually very gentlemanly of buddy to be like, no, I'm not. I lied. Good night. Yeah. Whereas yeah. normally, well, she would have found out about three, three seconds. Would be like, that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> This is yeah. the smallest bear I've ever seen. <laughs> this is Boo Boo Bear, not yeah. <laughs> not. Uh, what's that bear that used to eat all the picnic baskets? Yogi. Yogi. This is no Yogi. This is a Boo Boo. Yeah. Oh, I love that name. I don't know why, but it seems like Boo Boo would have a small penis. Okay, so Terry ter- ter- comes back and sees them in there. Right. Well, like, Terry is wasted. Oh yeah. Yeah. And like which I thought was crawls hilarious. over the yeah sees that Kevin is there. Crawls over the porch mm-hmm. and immediately tries to like woman up a little bit right. yeah. by fi- making her hair look kind of, you know. But she and- really just puts on like a gray sweatshirt. Yeah. So Kevin is pissed that she's late and grossed yeah. out by her hair. What yeah, he does not like hair? her hair. Yeah, he said that she looks like shit. But yeah, he does not like her hair. And I'm like, fuck you. She looks yeah, smoking hot with that hair. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, Linda she's likes obviously her Obviously hammered, and she's like, "I didn't go to work right now." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's really she's like article. super hammered. He's like, "Are you drunk?" And she's like, "No." <laughs> so um, the next day, Terry's hungover, and this is when Terry decides to take Rick shopping. My note is: Terry goes to oh, Rick's which... house. She apologizes about Jill being ugly. Question mark. Um, I think she was. She yeah, apolog- no, she does she apologize, but I think yeah. she's like, "I'm sorry that you were on a date with a child." Yeah. Yes. I wish I had gotten I that because I was again pissed off. You have like they a were page. You're like so angry. <laughs> I'm sorry, she's so ugly. <laughs> they don't have now. Here's the th- only thing that I think is missing, and I'm I'm just gonna have to hope that it was on the cutting room floor. I miss. I feel like we're missing the getting Rick a new outfits montage. Oh I yes. know. Yeah. Yeah. Totally I know. Where's my montage? Like exactly. You cut out the worst part. Like, I mean, I'm sorry. You cut out the best part of makeover right? montage. You glossed it. There's so many scenes in the movie that I feel like are cuttable and disposable. And then that one scene that would be the most satisfactory. Take away my montage. Yeah. I mean, he does look good. Do you think they shot a montage and cut that? Uh, Maybe. Probably. I'm wondering. I'm going to say, yeah. Ladies loved makeover montages. I mean, what movie doesn't? Maybe Lisa was like, not in my movie. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Um, So we skip that and go to, are you, are you, are you okay? No, I just wish there was a montage like a picture <laughs> right now. Hillary looks so really great. upset. I was concerned like, that I you really received some very it. bad news no. on your phone. <laughs> oh, but you're just really no. disappointed about the lack of montage in this movie. I want to no. see like some poor just outfit really. choices and some frowny faces and some yeah. young shoulders. And some shrugs. Yes. <laughs> like, and like some like, some like fingers in a lapel, you know? Yeah. Just, like, yeah. Having his hair blow, 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 yeah. blow, blown like, out. That <laughs> would be a really like, running great from the shopping bag. That would be the fun. Terry, Terry watching right? him from a distance, like enjoying his new like persona, and she's like can't help her. She realizes, oh my god, I have feelings for him. Yeah, how about the scene All where she stuff. moves it's his missing. hair? And we were missing some kind Fucking of catchy eighties tune. <laughs> yep, come on, Lisa. Then we, I think we're. I think it's then prom. Prom. We're at prom. prom. We're like pre-prom. We're pre-prom, which pre-prom. is Buddy wallowing in his self-pity. Yes. And Terry's dressed, looking very nice in that tux. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Okay. We all had to tape our boobs down for 80s dating video remix. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they did to get those giant gazungas of hers to be <laughs> as flat as they are. I don't know. Miracles. But it could not have been comfortable. Yeah. Because no. her chest is very flat. Yeah. yeah, but then when yeah. she like rips off her shirt, there's she's not, not wearing any, like she's not wearing any kind of yeah. Right. Well, I... Th- yeah, I think that we there's a leap in logic there, obviously, yeah. because mm-hmm. there's no way those puppies were going to be contained in that tux without, without some that. kind of and ace right. bandage. She got soaking wet when they threw her in the ocean. Yeah, I know. And just wearing a white shirt. Yeah. yeah, immediately. So, um, Buddy's going to stay home and wallow in his virginity, as mm-hmm. he says, because his parents are going to be home. I don't know tomorrow or something. They've yeah, been gone for two weeks. Like They're going to be home soon, and Buddy is still has not lost his virginity which apparently was his goal for this, this trip so like a, he's like the american pie part of this film indeed <laughs> he's just trying to get trying to trying to trying to pop that cherry i guess right is that something boys do do they pop no they pop cherries oh they oh, but but we don't they don't get but their they cherry don't, pop. They, don't get their, <laughs> they don't get their cherry pops. oh they don't get oh. their cherry well what's pops, the euphemism for boys losing their virginity 
Um, Isn't there should be one, right? Because there's like a thousand ones for women losing their virginity. I think it's, but that's when you just have sex. Does he appear wick or something? I've heard. Wick? But that's, that's maybe that's like just, from my grandfather. That's just when you have that's sex. That's something that's your grandfather not, said. I don't know. You're like I don't it's think some, my grandfather ever said that. It's, I think it's like just you know. I I found this stack of letters in the attic that my grandfather used to write to my grandma during the war. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure dip my wick was in there. Dip my wick. June 14th, 1941. I love um, the day that I can dip my wick. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So um, Terry's on the way. Uh, Buddy briefly mentions Kevin and is kind of like, are you through with Kevin? And Terry's basically like, yeah. Like, does not seem yeah. upset about it. I guess the implication is Terry is now in love with Rick. Right. So doesn't seem to care. Honestly, never seemed to care too much about Kevin. Let's be yeah, honest. Yeah, I think yeah. she was too smart for that. Yeah. So then we go to this. It's like a giant prom on the beach. Yeah, which I would hate to yeah. have prom on the beach. Why? I thought because it was cool. My, my heels would have sunk in the sand. Oh, I true. also just hate sand. And just the sand humidity. Everyone's yeah. hair. It's a good point. Fucked. I was yeah, actually thinking it seemed really cool to have the prom on the beach. They I thought that like was cool, but I didn't think about the humi- humidity in the hair. Yeah, I, yeah. Didn't, I didn't think about the practicality of it. The wind. Yeah, I just hate it. It's true. The salt. Yeah. I don't know. It's romantic. Every time I go to a beach, and I'm just like, I hate it. (laughs) Um, I was also thinking just purely from a directing standpoint, I was like, damn, that's like a lot of extras. Yeah. It's like a lot of extras to deal with and like a band. I was thinking that too. I was like, hmm. I was like, it's a big scene right there at the prom. But it went on a little bit too long. Like, I feel like the dance sequence. The the dance sequence went on a little bit too long. And then there was the band who was making eye contact with Denise, the whole right. yeah, yes. the guy the band in the band, guy. who was probably in his mid to late 30s. Yeah, so I'd gross. say late. So this is yeah. a common thing, though. So, like, Kevin is a lot older than Terry, which everyone seems to be okay with. Right. And the band guy who eventually Denise hooks up with seems to be a fully, fully an adult. Yeah. And we didn't mention this, but there's a story that Rick tells Terry about the first time he lost his virginity, right? where a, his a, dad a, died or something. And an older woman at the wake yeah. wanted to make him feel better. And I was like, wait, yes. 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 yeah, Close. that was in the first that was hangout the f- at his house. Yeah. Rick, yeah, R- Rick said about his first time. Yeah, yeah. you often like, hear that about men, seem... like boys when they're like teenagers, having an older wo- 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 woman have s- s- sex with them, usually arranged by their dad. I hear that a lot in films. Like that's like a common. I thought you were saying like, in life. In, I'm like, no, no, no. In films, I who are know these guys someone, that you're talking about? I know someone who is like that. Who was like, 16 I also and know lost someone who to like a 40 year old woman. I also know someone who, who's who's like that. Whose dad arranged him to sleep with a prostitute for the first time. Yeah. Well, this guy wasn't a prostitute. Oh my, I would murder my husband. Ew. I would murder. murder. I would have him I put. I mean, not my him. husband would never do that, but my this fictional husband would go fucking go to jail for that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would like to take a moment to appreciate the pink zebra suit that the, um, guitarist was wearing. That band. <laughs> I don't think I it wasn't, that. not only was anything. it pink with zebra print head to toe. Nice. But it was also sparkly. It was like something that would have been worn in gem and the holograms. Hell yeah. So they're dancing. The dance yeah. sequence goes on for quite some time. Terry noticeably does not like, like Rick and Deb are just like, 
in it necking, it. necking yeah, on the dance dance sand floor. They are just I'm not sure what to call it. Yeah. it up on the dance floor yeah. like it's not their first time hanging out no, ever. No, yeah. that's kind of weird. He's like kissing her neck, and, and like, if yeah. I were going to prom with someone, no, having broken up with a dude literally the day before, yeah, there'd be some awkwardness or some space yeah i wouldn't be Why dancing, are they dancing right, right next, next to, to each other greg. yeah like, right like, like they're like right next to greg yeah and it's like deb and rick don't even notice because they're too busy making out that would never happen in no. real life. right it would be awkward as hell and terry is not happy about it no, no. so terry, terry goes off to uh denise goes off to go hit on the old man who's singing in the band mm-hmm. right terry yeah. goes over to the refreshments table and runs into sandy who apologizes right she actually yeah. says i feel like a visitor from the planet of the sluts <laughs> yeah. no. which was a huge bummer of a line but <laughs> I, well i mean it's like that's kind of the line in the sand though isn't it the literal sand. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's like the women in this movie. They're either good girls. Yeah, that's or true. They're or they're sluts, right? That's yeah. true. Yeah. Well, that's true for life. But I wouldn't even say Sandy seems particularly like slutty as a character. Like even no. as in 80s movies where there there is kind of that mm-hmm. that trope. I'm not saying any sexually aggressive woman is a slut, but I'm saying there is like a type that is pushed mm-hmm. in, especially in the 1980s films. But she just seems like a girl who sweet yeah she seems like a girl who is attracted to terry and is really trying with saying yeah like she's she wants she yeah she wants to she wants to get in there yeah and i don't think there's anything wrong with that i also think but she's being reduced to that label girls probably see stuff like that in the the media and think that that's what you do to have sex you like yeah buy lingerie and you like seduce someone and absolutely but again it's like i'm gonna come back to this topic again the t- the uh, and again i think it's because the actor is so convincing as a teenage boy to me yeah. like it's like i forget at points that it is a girl but again it's that you know conversation they're having where she's like i really like you and like he can't just say like or terry sorry she terry can't just say i i'm not attracted to women so i'm not i can't be with you yeah you know right. what i mean yeah and so she ends up apologizing for being attracted to him and he just kind of awkwardly doesn't really know what to do with that, you yeah. know? Right. Anyway. Um, and meanwhile, while she's having this whole conversation, Terry is busy watching Rick, Rick. with Deb, Deb, Deborah the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then and then back to the house, Kevin um, comes in mm-hmm. and forces... Shows up at Terry's house. Right. Where Buddy is. Bud to show him where Terry is. Mm-hmm. And then Buddy... He's like, okay. He pretty quickly sells Terry out. Like, yeah. it is not yeah. difficult. And yeah. in fact, yeah. it's like, take me with you because like, I don't want to like miss this, this show. Point, point, point in the film, this is when the big reveal has to ha- ha- happen. Yeah. yeah. So we're all kind of going towards this big reveal. So the next thing that happens is we have the reveal of the prom king and queen. Um, which which no Greg and Deb. There. Yeah. Greg and Deb. Um, Greg is thinking he can put the moves on Deb here and get a dance with her. And Deb, who, by the way, I, we didn't talk a lot about Deborah. She's not bad, man. I like Deborah. Yeah, I like her too. Cool. Again, cool seems like a grounded chick. Could yeah. have been a real one dimensional, popular girl character, but Deborah mm-hmm. seems like a normal chick who yeah. Yeah. Just was and in a relationship totally with a real like, tool. And when she accepts the crown and when she's like, oh, yeah. And she's like, what? I think that we're going to not have the first dance right. because it's traditional bullshit. Or I don't she's know like, she it's says, stupid. That tradition yeah. is stupid. Everybody dance. Yeah. yeah. 
So once that happens, Greg starts putting on his beat the shit out of someone gloves. Like an right. like, Which yeah. he's been wearing right. the like, whole <laughs> movie. <laughs> Fingerless <laughs> gloves. Kill someone. Yeah. It's it's on. This is when so this is when things get really chaotic. He Greg goes uh t- down and just straight up punches Rick in the face. And this fight scene I really did like. I okay. thought it was funny like yeah. the choreography wasn't great i mean those were super fake punches but okay we haven't gotten there yet i really <laughs> want to address that fight scene what so happened so fake, that, that this is not because he knocks out rick right. first and then terry jumps on greg's right. back and that's what i thought was funny it was like terry right. jumping on his back like right I was amused by it yeah and then greg just like picks and just like holds terry like above his head and then throws her in the ocean which mm. i for a second there i was like i kind of wanted terry to react and the like a little bit more in his man character. It seemed very like, yeah. oh, how dare you? Well, and I was a little screamed. bothered she by the that. girl. She was like, ah! yeah, like uh, all of that bothered me a little bit until Buddy shows up yeah, and Buddy sees his sister get thrown in the ocean, which I thought this was really yeah, a sweet moment really where he sweet. then jumps on Greg's back mm-hmm. and does the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, okay, I'll okay. accept this. Yeah. He's like, where'd you guys learn to fight? Yeah. So that was very funny to me. Um, and then Rick confronts Greg and is like, hey, you know, why don't you fight me now that I'm we're man to man, face to face or whatever. And that's when the worst fight scene ever happens. Yeah, that was bad. It was like those punches were conservatively like three feet away from each person's <laughs> no, face. It Do was that. bad. They were See. not convincing punches. You know, when but. you're in like theater in high school and somebody like learns stage combat and decides to like stage like a stage combat scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was like that. This fight ends with Greg being thrown onto the buffet table, which I'd like to point out as a classic 80s move. Yeah. And it yeah. looked like the table was <laughs> so fake. The table was like a board and four sticks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and was. like a like a fruit like a fruit a tower fruit or yeah. something. And then Kevin shows up and is like complete does not seem as bothered as you would think. Yes. About yeah. Terry dressed He's like a like man. Tuxedo. He's like that's weird. Why are you wearing a tuxedo? Yeah. My dear. Like, he's like, hey, yeah. I'm Terry's boyfriend. Like, he, like, everybody is like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Terry's yeah. gay. Yeah. yeah. This makes so much sense. And nobody seems to be bothered by it. And Kevin doesn't seem to have any self-awareness. Or if he does, does not seem to care that yeah, everyone now yeah. thinks he's in a relationship with a gay man. Also, at this point is when I noticed that Buddy was wearing a tuxedo shirt. Uh, I loved that. I didn't yeah, see that. that. He dressed up in a tuxedo but shirt. He, changed. To go to the prom. He, he sold his sister out, had time to change, and <laughs> still got there in time. Well, was it sle- sle- <laughs> like, sleeveless? We're going to go to prom. It probably yeah, was sleeveless. Better be a tuxedo <laughs> shirt. So the next scene, this is, I think, one of the most memorable scenes from the movie. In general, like in pop culture, I think this scene has been talked about a lot. Whenever somebody talks about this movie, this is the big, the big scene. The, this is the Terry's reveal to Rick. Yeah. That he that that he is a she. When she starts the conversation, Rick's like, "It's okay, I know, you mm, know, you're, you're gay." gay. Yeah. yeah, and then, um, you know, that's Friend. when she tells him that no, I'm actually female. He doesn't believe her. Yep. And then she rips open her top and to show no, her boobs. nothing underneath, just boobs, just boobs. Yes. And then he says the famous line, "Where do you get off having tits?" Where do you get off having tits? <laughs> yeah. Which, like, I like, I don't like the line, but I also find it very funny. I think that line is very funny. I think it's, it's a funny. really funny line. Yeah. 
and an interesting reaction because he's not like he's upset but he's not upset like oh i can't believe i spent all this time with a dude and was actually a girl like he's like feels betrayed by for being lied to like that's what's upsetting to him and he's not at all upset about the idea that terry is when he thinks terry's gay he's not upset by that at all he's not threatened by that at all he's like it's okay i understand love that that moment he's like i get it you're gay and she's like uh yeah, that was actually surprising really great. to me. I will say the filmmaking choice of showing her boobs, though, did really bug yes, me. It wasn't too. necessary to the story. Like, we know she is a woman, yeah. and we don't need to see her boobs. Like, yeah. it could have been done as, like, a behind this behind shot right. where, like, you just see yes. her open her shirt, and then... You're yes, totally right. You're so right. Like, yeah. We didn't need to see her boobs. I it was, that. like, something that was Gratuitous thrown in there, boob like... Shot. Well, if we're, if girls are gonna drag their boyfriends to the sh- to this movie, we gotta put something in there for yeah. them. We gotta yeah. give them some boobs, otherwise, no dudes are gonna come see this movie. And I don't know, it was just a bummer to me because I was just it like, was. I didn't need to see that. It was just like I like a good boob, just like everyone else. But <laughs> it felt like it didn't need to be there. Exploitative. Yeah. yeah, I definitely think. I mean, it was shocking. I can see it both ways. Uh-huh. I think it was meant to be shocking. But I, I think not coming a mile away. Of course. But like, I think the image of this person that we, even though we know she's a woman, again, there were moments where I really kind of forgot that she was a woman. Yeah. I mean, you can even hear, as I'm talking about this movie in the podcast, like referring to her as him mm-hmm. and so forth. Right. And so I think the image, just to take the other side of it, I think the image of this person we've kind of come to know is sort of a man and that this per- other person has come to know as a man. The shocking image of seeing that person dressed in a tuxedo, opening the shirt in the boot. Like, I, yeah, I think you could was... read it as, as I think yeah, you can definitely read it as maybe that's a little exploitive, but also I think I could also see, and I'm again, I can't, I don't, I never spoke to her about the scene, so I don't know if this was her thinking, but I can also see the director being like, this, we need this, image like we need that shocking moment we need to see it from rick's perspective and how shocking that would be because yeah you know in a way it's like do you see how do you feel the shock that he feels if you just see it from behind i don't know but if we could see the shock on his face i feel like i the moment would have read better for me versus like but then it's just like eh doesn't it become kind of campy if we're seeing a guy go, whoa, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but, I mean, <laughs> especially let's face it, Rick, not the strongest actor. Yeah, right, I know, right. but so. I, maybe that was it. They were just like, well, we can't show his face. So, so let's like, distract him with some like, boobs. Like a very yeah. tasteful well, movie like Boys Don't Cry, they had to mm-hmm. show Hilary Swank yeah. nude yeah. so that you understood the gravity of it. So I, I see your point. I see your point. And I do think it's probably part of that 80s trope again where you're doing the 80s sex comedy and uh-huh. so you got to have the boobs in it so i see that side of it i also see where it's an artistic choice to to really bring that shock that rick is feeling in the moment and i just disagree because i don't see the shock in it at yeah. all like i just i, I knew the whole time this yeah. is it a was girl an emotional shock for me because i i'm not it was like the the entire movie was a little, it was a little tame, you know, like, yeah, this was like a really, like, she really like bared herself and yeah. it was really like, Oh, it was like emotionally shocking. It wasn't like actually yeah. shocking. It was just and she's like, very, she seems very vulnerable to me even after that. Cause she's like, her shirt is kind of half buttoned. We know she's yeah. not wearing anything underneath. Now everybody is going to find out. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I see your point, but I, in this case, I feel like there were a lot of moments where her body was exploited in this movie. 
the opening shot. Yeah. Oh, the yeah, shot at the, sure. of her at the pool. It, this was one moment where I, the, the, I did not feel that, but I totally see yeah. why you can, why you would have that perspective on that. Okay. So the next thing that happens is Rick is mad. He leaves and then Terry tries to kiss, tr- kisses Rick, which is, I did not remember happening in the movie, but yeah. I kind of see where that was going and, and kind of a bold move to do in front of everyone. And again, nobody seems to be really upset yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all like, they're all like, Whoa. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, and, and then Rick leaves and Terry in a very adorable way is just kind of like, well, gee, look at the time. I've got to go. <laughs> like, yeah, and just kind of like really slips out of there. Um, and then Kev, Kevin tries to hit on somebody who is just not, she's like, I was uh, afraid that she was going to like uh, rip her top off for everyone. Like be like, Oh, Oh yeah. By the way, yeah. but there <laughs> before Rick says, oh, look at the time I got to go. Rick says to the crowd, it's okay. Everybody. You're right. She's got tits. Oh, she's he's got, got tits. He's got, does he say he's got tits or she's got tits? Maybe it's he's got tits. He's got tits. You're right. You're right. So he just kind of out her in front of everyone. Yeah. But everyone's, but but people don't. Very unrick like, I think. You're right. You're right. It's like, it's, it has tinges of homophobia. It also has tinges of like. Transphobia. Yeah. Transphobia. And it doesn't seem like Rick's character. You're right. That is, I remember now what you're talking about. And I do remember going, oh. Yeah, it seemed a little out of character to him. And also, but generally, again, the crowd... Like an 80s. But they didn't seem to get it. They were like... Well, I'm. I, it kind of like, makes uh? sense that they wouldn't. Yeah. But yeah. also, like, they, if they anybody did get it, they reacted in a very, like, kind of way. Yeah. <laughs> like, it didn't seem to move <laughs> anybody or surprise them. Okay. So when Terry gets back from prom... Right. Um, Buddy and Sandy are... Boning. Doing it, doing it. In the room, plastered with porn. He lost his yeah. cherry. Yeah. He dipped his wig. He dipped his yeah. wig. And Terry just awkwardly stands in the doorway and reflects on the evening. I know. Right? He's like, like, hey, like, great for you guys. Out. This isn't yeah. weird at all. Yeah. Since I know you're probably inside her like, a little bro, cool. but I still need to open up. And they're yeah. like chit-chatting. It's like it's like if you walked up on your parents having like bagels and coffee. Is there yeah. when I just uh, walked up uh, on your parents, uh, Hillary got the no. most terrified no. look in her eyes no. um they just very casually like chit-chatting with her no awkwardness yeah. between buddy yeah. real romantic well, i mean yeah. they they were easy casual their character that they had had for the rest of the movie but it, so it did seem like their characters but but he didn't see, seem like a virgin the whole time all right so she has an awkward conversation with them and eventually leaves and then um so now she's back at school mm-hmm. she's switched magically back to this other school um, so the article has come out and she got, apparently she got the Tribune job mm-hmm. Yeah, and everyone is, everyone in town has read this article. To. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Everyone in town has apparently read the article cause they're all coming up to her and telling her how good it is. I really like the part where you wrote about how you can be cool even if you don't wear cool clothes. Do you want to hang out? No. Okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. That nerd that hits on her. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, this ends with him hitting on her, of course. Yep. <laughs> um, but I think the big scene here at this end part is that she talks to the original teacher who rejected mm-hmm. her article, right. and he's like, genuine, seems genuinely sorry. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I'm really sorry about how the way that I treated you. Right, right. Um, like but the in, in, in summation scene. The like, yeah. this is what we taught each other. 
Right. Well, he's apologizing. I think the actor seemed very genuine. So I did really like him in that scene, but also like it's, he's the character is icky, but also like I, you know, Hillary, I mean, um, Terry is kind of like, it's okay. You know, I'm sorry. And it's like, wait a minute. What are you apologizing for? Like you should just be like, you're damn right, bitch. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so we fast forward in time. But yeah, she's at the Chicago. Well, we fast forward in time. Uh, we can tell because her hair has grown out a little bit. Yeah. And she's wearing some kind of a little house on the prairie dress. Yeah. Because right. they're like, remember, she's a girl now, guys. Mm-hmm. She's a girl. Buddy shows up. He has a license now. Yeah. And he runs <laughs> over a curb. Runs over a curb. And, uh, and Rick shows up mm-hmm. spontaneously. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, I was confused. Did Rick just kind of like roll up on the car or was he like hiding in the back seat? Like, did Buddy bring him? I'm I confused. That was a really weird scene. Like, yeah. How did he end up he in appeared the downtown area so quickly? Yeah. So I guess, so then on the scene, then he, they make up or whatever. Right. But He's like, I missed you. Yeah. Yeah. And then they, they end up driving off into the sunset. Well, but what I don't like is that he says, yeah, but how about... Um, as long as you let me drive. Right. Yeah. That just did not end the movie well with me. It was like, we're going to drive off into the sunset, but, but I'm driving. Yeah, we're going to stick to our like, traditional yeah. yep. Balance has been yeah. restored like, and I'm the man car, in the relationship. Dick. And it's like, yeah. oh, fuck yeah. you. Yeah. For, I know that bothered me a lot too. First, did Terry asked like him it. out. Terry asked him out and then he says, I'm the guy. Yeah. Then he asked her out the same thing, and she says they go for a drive, and then he says that, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, the, the I'm the guy thing was, like, pushing it a little bit for me, but they seemed to be joking, so I was like, okay. But then when he was like, I'll drive, I was like, oh, go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I know. She's like, go okay. fuck yourself, movie. I don't know. I was <laughs> just, I was unimpressed at the end. I was just like, of course, all right, everybody gets the guy in the end. Good. It would have been a better ending had he drove up in that car and then he joked, um, I'm the guy, let me yeah. ask you out. And then she said, okay, fine, but I'm driving. And she drove his car off. That would, that yeah. would have been a far better ending oh to the movie. Mm-hmm. God, I think I that would that. be the that been awesome. picture perfect yeah. ending of equality. Yeah. We're almost done here, but I did want to mention that Buddy gets picked up by a biker chick at the end oh yeah, yeah oh it was really the, the fuck was it that? was the girl from the high school who was really easy um i forget was it? they mentioned her earlier <gasps> no the yeah. one wearing the guest jeans yeah something like that that was like she, oh she'll sleep with anybody something like that and like she's like this big like blonde biker chick yeah oh hmm. yeah for sure i did not know that was a callback she i thought was, this was a mm-hmm. new chick that just randomly showed up and i was like no, I'm I'm fairly certain it was like the girl from earlier in oh. it. I because I think there's a scene where she like pulls up in front of the school or something, and they're I like, was very "Oh yeah, confused. that's I, blah blah blah." She's so easy. Again, I think it would have been a better ending had he, you know, rode off with Sandy. Yes, I was yeah. like, "Where yeah. is Sandy?" <laughs> yeah, I know it sucks because he's like, but "Well, that was like that the shit. shittiest ending." Yeah. It was like, "I know new girl the ending." I, the ending was very disappointing. Like yeah. I really. Did not. I was not happy with the ending. Yeah. yeah. It almost seemed like. At the end of A Nightmare on Elm Street when the car turns into Right. Freddy it's like, it's like Freddy going to come out and like they're going to yeah. drive away and like <laughs> the top's going to come up and it's going to be a Freddy top. Right. It's like feeling feeling negated uneasy. everything that exactly. had just happened in the last half It made me feeling hour. uneasy. Yes. yes. You're right. It's like, yes. I don't quite understand what's happening. Is this reality? Exactly. Why has she been dressed like a really rad 80s chick the entire movie and now she's now dressed she looks like, like 
little house in the prairie. Yeah, what is this weird peasant dress Rick she's wearing? Rick was cool as shit. And then he just said like two sexist things back to back. You're right. It's like an alternative it's, universe. Yeah, it's not a good ending. Um, final thoughts on just one of the guys. I could go without watching this movie ever again. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. Okay. I mean, I didn't like not like it. I was like, all right, whatever. I mean, it was a movie that I watched. Wow. I'm not going to go like pick it up again and be like, oh, I want to watch this. <laughs> but I don't know. It's not yeah, as I'd, bad I'd, as I'd like just, <sighs> love story, right? No, not as bad as love story. Okay. No. But like I, I still I just like I wish that it was more about like a woman who was really trying to like investigate something like journalistically mm-hmm. or was like Aaron thrown undercover as a dude to Ooh, like investigate. Like there was the, some scandal at the new yeah, other like school some or something. Scandal, you yeah. know, like and not just I'm going to dress as a dude and find other dudes dates and try to do this thing. I don't, I don't know. I just like didn't see the point in any okay. of it. Okay. Like eh. that's fair. Um, yeah, I don't see myself seeing this again. Not that I didn't like it. I mean, I was, it was cute at times. It just, it seemed like a bad version of a John Hughes mo- 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 mm. mo- movie or like a less skillfully made John Hughes mo- movie. I don't know, which mm. I'm not a big f- fan of John Hughes mo- mo- movies too. So, hmm. Interesting, I but I, I I laughed at times. Yeah, and I, I'm gl- glad gl- glad that I saw it. But it's not okay. my jam. It's not your jam. Um, this movie, when I was a kid, was like very like it, it was a very important movie to me when I was a kid. In fact, like when I was in the sixth grade, um, my friend Melissa Baravecchio and I, we just wanted the guys. To our sixth grade class really? because we thought our teacher was being sexist. That's His name so was Mr. Cool. O'Neill, coincidentally, wow. same last name as yeah. me. And we thought that he was being, he was actually a, an amazing teacher. He was a great teacher. Yeah. But um, we, he, and he had our, our, he was so great to us that he let our class be a democracy. He actually um encouraged us to speak up about it and to so like this is in no way is against mr o'neill he was amazing but melissa and i felt that we thought it wasn't fair that when we had like chill time in the class the girls had to stay inside but the boys got to go outside and play basketball what yeah that's fucking bullshit and that was his way of like bonding with the dudes but he no, didn't realize how sexist that was that, like we had to no. stay inside and just like do math problems what? or just stay dumb. well you should have been inside yeah. doing your cross stitch exactly yeah. we should have been cleaning Frankly. the classroom yeah you should have been cleaning or making them a sandwich or something so yeah, they get really hungry after playing basketball yeah right we needed some lemonade we should have been making their snacks and um, so we um, decided to sue, take him, Mr. O'Neill, the teacher, um, to classroom court. Yeah. And to make a statement, uh, Melissa and I decided to dress like guys. But when we finally went to classroom court, um, this is so dumb. But and now that I know, as an adult, now that I know that this would never stand up in court, <laughs> but they won because I guess during like the trial, Melissa and I would say things to the guys like, "We're gonna beat you. We're gonna cream you. We're gonna whatever." Yeah. And so like I remember during the the court case, my uh, uh, Mr. O'Neill took out a dictionary and he made us like repeat the things that we had said like. Um, what does it mean when you say that you're going to murder us or that you're going to cream us or you're going to 
pulverize us or whatever. But what we meant was we're going to beat you in this yeah. court case. Yeah. So he made us read it out of the dictionary. And then it like he s- said that the case got thrown out because we were being threatening or whatever when which really means he just was not wanting to get convicted in his own school court for being a fucking sexist which really used sexism to beat you guys in court exactly exactly and so we were like okay i guess we lost and And so we just like oh the system got me again and yeah because i'm a child i will accept it exactly yeah. we were like sixth grade oh, kids God. but we made so the upsetting. statement of all week long dressing like yeah. dudes because of this movie yeah and wow just That's um it, but the like just the fact that we were able to stand up and speak out and be like what you're doing is wrong yeah you're you know 30 years older than i am this movie taking you gave you the power yeah Yeah. it inspired us to stand up and be like no this is bullshit that's amazing and we're gonna take you to court so when i was a kid it was very influential and um and important to me but watching it as an adult i'm like oh this is a garbage movie (laughs) right well interesting but it was important to me that Interestingly, I had a different react, a totally okay. different reaction to all of you guys. Because when I was a kid, I kind of thought this is a dumb garbage movie uh-huh. um, that's entertaining, and there's a lot of jokes about balls and boobs in it. So, yeah. what's there not to like about it? Um, even a garbage movie is not fair. I take that back. It's not a garbage it's, movie. No. It's it's just not as it's fluff. It's not it's fluff compared to what I thought right. when I was younger. Now, I thought that very much so and then I still thought that even at 25 when I watched it um when I realized that my film professor had directed it Mm -hmm. and this time I really appreciated the subtext of the movie and some of the writing and also just the generally the accomplishment of a woman directing this movie and grounding it in reality in a time period where very few women directed movies at all. Yeah. And where this movie, I think in an, and I know it was cheesy and over the top and there was a lot of like, you know, weird exploit, exploitive moments in it. But if you think about how far it could have gone, had it not been, I feel like had it been directed by a, you know, in a, a different person, um, I think the movie was actually pretty grounded in mm-hmm. a weird way. I think that it... I think for that time, it definitely was. Yeah, for the time that it came out in. um, To have the character actually play a man very seriously and not Mm -hmm. for comedy. Um, So I I really appreciated the subtlety of that, as well as the just generally like what... How this might have mirrored the way a person would feel... Like a person like the director, Lisa Gottlieb, might have felt living in a world surrounded by men in an industry surrounded by men and then directing this movie about wanting to take down that system by Mm -hmm. living through that system as a man. Like in a way, like I think, I think it's changing a little bit, but I I think a lot of women feel like in order to succeed in a male dominated industry, they have to take on male characteristics. I mean, in the Mm -hmm. 1980s, there was like the whole power suit situation and the shoulder pads and you're like, you, it's not enough to just be a woman and be strong and successful. Like you have to take on male characteristics to be accepted right. as a successful person. So I actually feel like I underestimated this movie for a really long time. And it was actually, I think one of the more um, nuanced films that we've watched. 
that was my take on it, which I know is really different than what you guys thought, but I thought there was a lot more to the movie than I first thought. And yeah, there's some bad acting in it. And yes, there's some really over-the-top moments, but when you contextualize the time period that it was in, um, I actually feel like this movie impressed me a lot in what it had to say that uh-huh. I didn't see before. Welcome to Nervous Breakdowns. Uh, this is the part of the show where we read truly awful casting breakdowns. Casting <laughs> breakdowns, of course, are um, documents that go out uh, looking for actors. They describe the type, um, the age, the gender that they're looking for. I've got one here. I'm not going to out where this came from, but uh, as an actor, I do belong to several sites which send me casting breakdowns um, mm-hmm. that I, rare, I, I, hard, I hardly ever apply for. Because most, uh, many of them are like this. So take okay. it away, Jen. Um, seeking unnamed love interest, gender female, ethnicity biracial, age range 18, 24 to play 21. An instrument player in an HBCU marching band struggles with dating and race issues, being the product of an interracial relationship. Seems to be searching for acceptance from both white and black society no role will involve a brief sex scene involving the use of brief toplessness, no full frontal, bareback exposed, briefly top of buttocks, no vagina, uh, one week of marching band training rehearsals <laughs> required to prepare for filming purpose, for filming performance stunt, performance stunts, storyline, Percy King, a talented musician, graduates from an H. Uh, that's what I just read. Yeah. So Isn't I love this, how they threw uh, that marching band thing in there at the end. Um, is this not drumline? It sounds like the, the yeah, it sounds yeah. like dr- drumline. But topless, you guys. Yeah. Oh, I never saw the whole movie. So. I like that. But I, th- I feel like this person at least tried. Oh, it's unnamed love interest, has to show her boobs, but they're also just like, but she has a like, struggle. That's okay. No vagina, though. Yeah. No vagina. She unnamed. Yeah. She here's, here's what, cracks, here's what cracks me up about this thing is that you're right, Hillary. They provided a yeah. very detailed description of this character, which ordinarily <laughs> I would find admirable, <laughs> yeah. for someone named unnamed, unnamed love <laughs> yeah. interest. Yeah. Yeah. Who clearly is only being defined by some male character in the film. And it's yeah. saying that she struggles Back. with like um, with her race and identity and interracial dating. It's like so she has like an entire inner Help. turmoil mm-hmm. and struggle, but yeah. not enough to have a name. Can't give her a name. Named <laughs> Can't give her a name. Can't just say oh, God. Sue. Yeah. Like really, was it that Karen hard? And Karen shows her boobs. And then a, a very detailed description. Of the nudity required oh, yeah. for this part. How much of your... I mean, I, I think that wow. I, like, if I were looking to be cast in something, I would prefer to know up front what was going to happen. I would. That was quite detailed. But it was very detailed. That was a very and long description. how do you know that before you even shoot the mo- mo- movie? Like, how do you even know? Technically... Oh, look, I've, I've been reading up recently on yeah. some... Um, on the subject. On the subject of nudity and casting yeah. and sort of having guidelines for that. And that is one of the things that they suggest, especially for non-equity places, is to... You have to disclose all nudity, like exactly what will be shown before auditioning anyone. Mm. Because if they're coming in for an audition, you don't want to waste their time by being like, also... I'm going to show your boobs and they'll yeah. be like, well, I wasn't okay with that, you know, yeah. or like 
I was okay with my bare back being shown, but not the top of my ass. And like, but also it's, it's like, I have to question like how important that is to the story. Yeah. All yeah. Of, like, I know. Nudity. They've already, I mean, you've already, you're, you're already right. making me question your legitness by sending me this character that says unnamed love yeah. interest. Yeah. Yeah. Which really is what caught my eye in the first place. Right. The, right. Because it just pops up with the name of a character when you get these notifications. Right. And I saw the character name and I was like, are you fucking serious right now? (laughs) Like, and then I opened it up and I was like, God, this is like such a long description for someone who doesn't even have a name. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so ladies, they do mention the, (laughs) the male character's name at the bottom of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Ladies, um, if you've got dreams, dreams, (laughs) big dreams, you too can one day, hopefully snag the role of unnamed love interest. Welcome to Pluck It Up. So this is where we talk a little bit about what we are doing and what our guest is doing and plug things. Jen, why don't you go first? Um, well, I will be at um, a few festivals coming up. I will be at Laugh Your Asheville Off in Asheville on August name. 9th. And then um, August 27th through the 28th, I will be at um, Accidental Comedy Fest in Cleveland and then October, I believe, 10th through the 16th, I will be in um, New Orleans for Hell Yes Fest. And nice. then I have um, a show um, that I'm producing with Ian Aber and Travis Jones, who are amazing, at um, the Brigantine Beer Parlor at, uh, in East Atlanta. That will It's called uh, Date Night, and that will be on August 16th. Um, so come out for that. And then... Awesome. Where can they find tickets to some of these things? Um, Well, the festivals, you can find them all online. Okay. So just Google the name of the festival? Yeah. And then date night, we just, um, it's $5 per couple or $5 per person. Nice. We encourage people to come in a a couple. couple. It doesn't have to be somebody you're really dating. Just bring a person. Just somebody off of Tinder. How do you feel about thruples? Thruples. Yeah. Uh, that's fine. You got a thruple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we encourage everyone to come. Thruples or a couple. of configurations. Um, so, but is there like a website for date night or a um, Facebook group? There's or? a Facebook event page. You can Great. just look it up on date night, but, um, we just charge cash at the door. We okay. Don't and where, tickets. I'm sorry, where was the venue again? Um, do you, it's called, um, the restaurant is called Argosy in East Atlanta, oh, but it's okay. the back okay. room, which is the Brigantine Beer Parlor, which is a really, really, really cool room. Nice. Yeah. Cool. They have ski ball and a giant squid. Whoa, that's amazing. It's cool. Okay, cool. That sounds great. All right, well, that sounds awesome. And do you have any, like, website or anything? Like, where can Uh, they find out more about... JenO'NeillSmith.com. JenO'NeillSmith.com. And I'm on Facebook and Twitter at JenO'NeillSmith. Rad. Cool. Keep up with this lady and her comedy (laughs) career. Party time. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you. It's been a blast. Sarah, do you have anything you would like to plug? Um, I still have Hi Grandma available to watch on Vimeo. And nice. we are about to start e- editing Dick Pick Professional. That's right. Yeah. In a month <laughs> yeah. or so. That's true. So, yeah. So look on, look out for that coming. Well, PYT's web show, PYT's always available online to watch. Uh, new episodes coming out later this summer. And uh, you can check out our Indiegogo page. Yes, please. Uh, Critical Crop Top, Women in Comedy. You can find it on Indiegogo. You can watch the video we filmed there. And donate money. Please and give we'll us money. we'll send you a shirt or some stickers. 
Oh, yeah, we got cool. we got cool prizes. Yeah. If you want to swoop in and be a hero for a thousand bucks, exactly, you well, can be a VIP. <laughs> well, no, there's the, the, they get tickets. Yeah, they get tickets to a live to event, a live event um, that we're throwing, and um, also a sticker, a thank you tweet, a thank you in the credits, a T-shirt, a thank you video, and a thank you video. Yes. Yes, indeed. So um, there are uh, annotated scripts. Some dick art yeah there's actually that one of the reward tiers uh for i believe is it 500 i think it's 500 for 500 if you donate 500 you get an original piece of artwork and i'm not just talking about like a print i'm talking about a piece of artwork on a canvas dick art yeah that is beautiful beautiful dick art that was featured in the background and in the shots of dick pic professional nice the film yep Mm -hmm. including aggressive penis with bird on top Yes. <laughs> My personal favorite. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Please check out our Indiegogo campaign. That's really, I think, all I'm going to plug this week as well, um, yeah. or this month. Uh, the Indiegogo campaign, I believe, runs through. Or, no, is it August 12th? We started 12th? on the 15th. I thought it was the 12th. We started the on the 15th. Did, no, we started on the 13th. We wow. started on the We're really 13th. organized, you guys. I'm pretty sure it's <laughs> it like the, the 13th. second week of August. I'm pretty sure it's like the 13th that yeah. is the last day. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're trying to raise a total of $6,000, um, for the program programming that we would like to bring you for the remainder of this year. Um, we've got some other things planned later after that, but this would really help us to bring you the things we've got in store for you and set us, set us on a path at which we could bring you some other great content we've got waiting in the wings. So (laughs) please consider dropping by the Indiegogo campaign and making a donation. We would appreciate it. All right. So I think that wraps it up for our discussion of just one of the guys. It's been a blast. I've had a good time talking with you guys about this movie. Yeah. Um, You can subscribe to this podcast, feminine mistake podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, on SoundCloud. Um, And you can visit us on Facebook. You can visit us on, you can visit Critical Cropped Up on Twitter. Critical Cropped is on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Instagram. Uh, we have a Facebook page. We're on Vimeo. And um, we would love to hear from you. So please send us your nervous breakdowns, if you've got any. We'd love to <laughs> read them on the show. Um, and correspondence to Feminine Mistake Podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm.